What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I sat down with a former NFL player turned property developer, turned team leader and brokerage owner located in the 30A area in Florida. Welcome to the show, Bo Blankenship. Welcome to the show today, Bo. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you today. You know, a lot is going on in the real estate market right now in many, many parts. I think I saw uh, I saw like two stats recently that were kind of interesting. One is that I think in about three quarters of the market, they are off of the peak prices, right? Three quarters of the markets across the US, right? And then another interesting stat NAR put out, National Association of Realtors, was about uh, the number of realtors that have done more than four deals in the first six months uh, of the year. And it was like single digit percentage, like only like 8% of realtors have done uh, four deals in the first six months. Wow. So, wow. That's uh, wild. Yeah. What's, so what's, what's your take on, on that and, and what the market's doing uh, specifically in your market? Yeah. So my market's kind of interesting. It's a second home luxury market. So um, it's a little bit different uh, buyer profile than your normal, you know, your normal market. And so um, you know, what we're seeing is we're still seeing the really, really high end stuff, the 15, 20 plus million, we're still seeing a lot of that trade because they're not really affected uh, really by anything going on. Um, and we try to play in that market, you know, quite a bit. So it's, you know, it's not too detrimental to us, um, you know, but we're seeing a slowdown from let's call it 1 million to three because a bunch of those buyers are, uh, you know, rental dependent um, for the second home and, um you know, the interest rates are, are hitting them. Like if you had, you know, 3%, you know, to the interest rate and, you know, their numbers, they're not cash flowing. So it's, um, it's affecting us some, so we're slowing down a little bit, but we're still seeing, you know, some stuff move that's priced right, that's well-built, quality stuff is still moving. Um, and then the, uh, you know, we're kind of getting back in the normal ebbs and flows of the market of, hey, all right, now people are back in school. There's not that many people back here. There's, mm. um you know, so we're seeing a slowdown there, which is, you know, we haven't been used to. So readjusting our mind to that has been different. Um, but we're hoping that fall break and Thanksgiving, we'll see a, a, the normal uptick that we did see, you know, several years prior to, to COVID. So you, you, your market gets an uptick um, later in the fall. Does it, does it, since it's, you know, a warm place that people like to go to, does it kind of maintain that through the winter or does it? Come no, back down we, and go back in the spring. It, yeah, it comes back down, and goes back in the spring. So we'll see fall break and Thanksgiving. We'll see a major increase. Um, sorry, someone's calling. Uh, we'll see a major increase, and then um, January, you know, December, February. It's kind of slow, and then we'll see another uptick in spring break and then summer. Um, so it really has its the the deep winter. You know, December, January is pretty quiet. How how long have you been selling? Were you selling during the last time the market had a price correction, two thousand seven eight time period? No, no, this is my seventh year, so okay. sixth or seventh year. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've only seen 
the you know the ups but i i remember talking to people when it was down and our market had an oil spill um i don't know when that was and then obviously the the uh the recession and all that so i kind of saw what was happening um from the outside but i uh, i wasn't selling then yeah so i was i was in the same boat as you i started in 2011 so a couple of years after um i saw it you know from the, uh, the the viewpoint of an investor right yeah i would, yep. I would I, and and so I wonder how many agents, you know, probably most have, are are like in our positions, right? Where they they weren't selling then, or they they saw the you know yep. they saw their parents or friends, or maybe they were doing some investing. So yep. I, I yep. think I think real estate agents probably it's an it's a nervous time. I think for the consumer it is too. I I, I heard this interesting stat the other day, um, that that pertains to like how many people does a recession actually affect right mm -hmm. and like you this this particular one studied the great depression right which was like the worst one how many people do you think were percentage wise were directly affected by it i'm sure an astronomical amount right or is it not it was lower than you lower than i thought it was it was about 30 percent of americans like it, okay it impacted their like income and right so in a, the great a, depression yeah it was it only impacted about 30 percent of, of incomes and and jobs huh. you know um so i think i think a lot of it is like what's in the newspapers back then or oh yeah the, the media today or social media sure. like, you know so so buyers you know the interest rates went up they're a little nervous but like uh you know the economy is contracting you know we're, we're potentially in a recession depending if you still use the traditional definition yeah, go by what they changed it to right right for real who knows what yeah. so um, yeah yeah no that's true and the but how many people actually have lost income right <laughs> I, mean, I mean i mean i wouldn't think too many but like also the um what would you rather put your money in right now right would you rather put it in the stock market or or something no right what are you gonna put it in? you can put it in real estate so it's like i'm not that worried about it honestly I think, uh, you know, I would much rather have my money in that than in the bank or in the stock market, if it, you know, from an investing standpoint. What are you telling your clients right now? Are they more nervous, more apprehensive, harder to get to the point to take action? Like, what do you, what do you tell your buyers right now? Um, buyers right now, I mean, it's, it's, we're in such a different market. It's, uh, it's such an emotional purchase if they want it they're going to buy it and they're typically right. not affected by interest rates. They're, you know, this is a second luxury home. Like they don't, you know, it's, if they want it, they're going to buy it. Right. Somebody that's investing, you know, we tell them like, Hey, if you want to buy it now and refinance in a few years or whatever, um, see what the market does. Do I think it's going to dip? Man, I really don't think prices are going to dip. Um, I think we're going to see a pullback in transactions, but I don't see, you know, this $10 million home becoming a seven, right? I don't see, I don't think this 3 million is going to become a one five. Like I just don't see that happening. Do I think it's going to go up over the next few years? Yeah, I do. Cause Florida is, you know, not to get political, but like the no state income tax and the, the no shutdown stuff. Like there's a lot of people coming here. So I don't really see this area of the market taking a massive hit, you know? So, I mean, I'm still bullish on the market. Um, now, am I telling people to kind of wait a little bit to just kind of see what happens in this immediate future? Yeah. But if fall break and Thanksgiving, if it takes off and we're seeing stuff go through the roof, like I would say, hey, there's no reason to sit on the sideline. 
you know, because last week we saw a 20 plus go pending and 11 go plus, 11 million plus go pending. So we're still seeing things move. Hold that thought for a second. Did you know I've been involved in developing and building hundreds of homes? And did you know that we take partner investors in our deals? If you want to learn about new opportunities that we have for real estate investors, go to my Instagram account. It's the Dan Lesniak and send me a direct message. Again, if you wanna learn about my next opportunities for real estate investor partners, go to my Instagram at ddanlesniak and send me a direct message. What, what are you seeing in terms of the vacation rental booking numbers, right? Like, so a lot yep. of your clients buy homes that they probably rent out when they're not using. Are, yep. are bookings declining? Are people still traveling at the same pace or? What's yeah, bookings there? bookings are declining, but price point uh, revenue is staying relatively the same. So, yeah, so we're seeing I think it's roughly I think we're down twenty percent in bookings um, because you know last year at this time or two years ago at this time people were here twenty four seven you know no school or whatever it was. Um, so we saw crazy you know amount of volume, um, but that's down. But we're still seeing the high revenue. You know, you know the prices from you know, post COVID were, let's say something went from seven grand a week to 10 grand a week. We're still seeing that 10 grand a week. So revenue is relatively staying the same without as much wear and tear on the home. Well, that's, that's almost better, right? If you yeah. can have it empty half the time and make the same amount of money mm -hmm. or, or whatever that, you know, it works out to. Yeah. yeah. The, the, uh, where it gets, um, tougher an investor is, okay, yeah, we're getting this massive revenue, but now our mortgage is X amount more. So our cash flow is, you know, whatever. When it was 3%, now it's X, you know? So it's, you're seeing a little bit of uh, pushback with that. So it kind of balances out, if that makes sense. Yeah, so you're, you might see less people buying rental homes or it's yeah. just a little harder for them to pencil it out and yeah it's it, it doesn't pencil out great but the you know five six seven to twenty you know they don't really care what what are you educating how, how many agents now do you have um we got a hundred in my brokerage and then on my team right. i've got um I think close to 10 so i've got a brokerage that i own then we've got around 100 and then i run the sales team within uh, that's got about 10 agents on it so what are you, uh, what, yeah, how are you instructing them? Are, are a lot of them kind of nervous because transactions are down or like, how, how, how are you coaching them through this time? Um, what I'm telling them is to, to watch what's from, from the sales team perspective, what I'm telling them is to watch what's pending, right. And see what's, what's, what's moving. And so if it's the, you know, mm -hmm. 200 to $800,000 price point, we need to triple down on that, right? If it's the 10 to 20 million, all right, we need to triple down on that because what they need is transactions, right? It doesn't need to, they don't need to be, you know, swinging for the fences to get the, you know, five, six, seven, eight million dollar listing when they can be making money doing the 500. It's going to take more work. You know, it's a different market than what it's been, but it's going to take more work, but that's what they need to be focusing on. Look what the market's doing. Look, like, look what's not taking a hit. And then we need to triple down on that. So go go to where the deals are. That makes that makes sense. Go to where they are. Now, I, yeah, my my take is you'll you probably can still get a lot of first time home buyers because prices are going up on rent, right, or, or to rent. I think I think the one that is maybe harder, which 
stinks because it's it's the best one most in most cases is the move up buyer right yeah if they yep. if they own a six hundred thousand dollar home very very hard now to get them to sell that when the rate is probably three or maybe two in the twos yeah right yeah and go go yep. buy something for a million and pay six or, or five and a half that's so that's yeah and then if if those slow down then it's less inventory even though there's more mm. inventory coming from other areas so it's what well, i'm telling people hard to predict right <laughs> for sure and what i'm telling people on that standpoint the move up it's like you want to move up you want this house right i don't see that million dollar house being 750 like i don't right. see it dipping right it's like so if you want it do it yeah and i think price you know interest rates will you know hopefully come down but at the end of the day six is not the end of the day or end of the world so right. it's like if you want it do it Right. Cause I don't think that you're going to get a better deal by waiting, which is what well, some buyers are like, Hey, we're waiting for prices to come down. It's like, I don't think they are, you know, like I could be, I could be dead wrong, but I don't think that we're going to see a massive reduction. And so um, I'm telling them like, if they want that, like, I don't think sitting on the sidelines, if that's your dream home, you're going to get, you know, some astronomical deal. Cause if you still have to sell your $600,000 one, if it goes down, it's going to be 400. It's going to be the same thing. Right. You know? And so, it's it's almost impossible to time and it, yeah if you're buying if you're selling one and buying one the timing doesn't particularly right. matter if, if 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 your thesis is rates are going to go up well yeah. then at least you're protected from that you're locked in at six and not seven and if yeah yeah you know if you think prices are going to come down that probably would happen with because rates went up so then you didn't gain much there right yeah. and if, if they yeah. do come down you can refi so it, yeah it probably still makes sense to be a move-up buyer if, if you need a bigger house right I mean, yeah right definitely yeah I, I think it does it's just you know the media just scares the crap out of everybody you know just always so it's just like just having to retrain people and kind of tell them what's really going on like you know, the news doesn't know what's going on in our market. They don't know what our buyers are doing. They don't know what the billionaires are buying. They don't know what the rental market's doing. You know, there's this fear all the time. So what uh what about expired and withdrawn? Like, you know, I had I had Tarek Al Musa from Flipper Flop on yep. recently. He his advice to real estate agents right now, because a lot of them probably didn't do this the last two years, uh, was mm -hmm. to was to get good at expireds and drawns mm -hmm. and, and kind of yep. go back to that if you if you used to do it or learn that skill because he, he thinks there will be an increase in those because mm -hmm. of sellers you know not not changing right pricing just you know pricing based on march of 2022 or whatever right right um yes yeah, so we are that's a big part of our business that was always a big part of our business and so you know these new people we brought on don't know that um, so we've been training through all of this to cold call. So get used to it, you know, so still, we're still calling. So it's no difference calling an expired or a withdrawn versus cold calling and, you know, a house because we sold the next door neighbors for, you know, 4 million bucks. Let's see if this guy's interested in, you know, this price point. So it's no different. Uh, we're not seeing a ton of, ton of expires hit the market. Um, and again, my market's so different that the ones that expire, um, they, they knew they needed to reduce and have an adjustment, but they don't care. They, you right. know, like that's the problem is they don't care. You know, it's like, if I don't get my number, I don't care. So it's whoever calls them next, it's like, yeah, this is fine. I'll sell it. Bring me a buyer. But like, this is my price. It's not now, 
oh yeah, we were just priced wrong from bad advice or the market didn't absorb it. It's, you know, we're making 200 grand a year on rent. It's cash flowing. I don't really care if we sell. You know, that's, that's the struggles we're dealing with. So we're almost better off. Uh, I, I think there's a ton of power in cold call and, you know, withdrawals and expires, but we're almost better off. Um, once we do achieve a good price point, circle prospecting around that to see if the, the neighbors are interested in oh yeah achieving that yeah, for sure what what do you if, if what would you tell a new agent that's never done cold calling before like how how do they how do they get good at it um man it's just practice you know figuring out what your kind of uh and i think look at films and people on youtube and uh scripts and all that kind of stuff and then figure out kind of what your you know your style is like i've got people on my team that are you know, grinders, Wolf of Wall Street style, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I've got people that, <laughs> that I've got people on my team that are um, just lifestyle guys. Like, hey, I'm out on the boat, you know, I'll see you at the restaurant or whatever and like sell that kind of style. And then mm-hmm. um, I got some people that are just very factual, knowledgeable about the market. And so it just really depends on what your style is and then going using that and whatever that is, you know, double down on it. Hold that thought for a second. Are you a new real estate agent looking to jumpstart your career? Or perhaps you are an experienced agent looking to build and scale and get to the next level. If you are, I've got great news for you. After building and scaling multiple real estate businesses, I am now taking my real estate team to all 50 states. In fact, it's going to be international. I'm going to offer cutting edge technology, training in lead generation, team building, investing, and additional opportunities to build revenue streams. If you are interested and want to learn more about this opportunity, send me a text message directly to my cell phone, 703-638-4393. Again, text me at 703-638-4393. Yeah, no, I think when, when you're yourself and, and then you start like applying that in an area that can make you money and, and, and can help people, it, it kind of gets fun, you know? For sure. For sure. Yeah. And you figure out what you're good at. And, um, you know, if you're good at investing and talking numbers and spreadsheets, like use that, like people, you know, numbers speak volumes. If you're good at, you know, whatever, like you got something in common with the boats, like figure out what you're doing. And if you're a brand new agent, I mean, I would partner with somebody, right. Find a team or somebody, partner with somebody, look at somebody that's successful, that's done it. And then try to implement some of that. Do you think, do you think most new agents should, should join a team? Um, I do. I wish I would have had that opportunity. Uh, when I started, um, I kind of just was winging it. And, um, if you can learn, you know, from a top producing team and see how they've done it. And then if you want to change stuff and how you do stuff like that's, that's fine. But like figuring out how it works and getting the opportunity to, to go in some of their listings and see some of their price points and like, experience some of that like that's that's golden compared to just start starting out cold and trying to figure out you know what you're doing it's tough man it's it's a lonely business too if you don't have people to work with like it can get you know it can get lonely right yeah i i um i think most people benefit from either being on a team or in a place where they can get the training and coaching and and yeah. mentoring yeah uh you know from For other sure. highly successful people right because you you can just fast track your 
success shortcut it right because you're you're learning yeah. from what other people have done so you know you weren't here during the uh 08 09 time mm-hmm. um was there another time in your life maybe during the football career or um where you know you kind of went through some some hardship or setback and and maybe that sure. experience is you know kind of prepared you that to not even blink an eye when we get a market pullback like we're seeing for for sure i've had i mean i've played sports and so you get a ton of ups and downs man so it's like you know it doesn't really um it doesn't really bother me like adversity like i obviously i don't i don't love adversity right but like when you get cut from playing for a team or when you lose a starting spot or you want to get faster, you have to train to do this. Like it's just implementing what you need to do to be successful. And, and so if our market shifts and now we are selling $300,000 homes, right? Like I'll pivot and figure it out. Like I'm not that worried about it. And I've done enough investing on other stuff to like create passive income. And so like, so I'm really not that worried. Um, you know, I want my team to be successful, stuff like that. So it's just, you know, overcoming adversity. Sports does that, man. Like, right. You learn, you learn how to win. You learn how to lose. You learn how to train. You learn how to get better. And so, like, that's just second nature almost to uh, this business for us. Well, yeah, I think that's that's a good piece of advice for agents that maybe this is the first time they've been through something like that. Like, think back to other challenging times in your life like you made it through you're here right it's yeah been, yeah no different for sure yeah i mean it's no different man you know because i mean even in even the covid market when everything's going crazy it was still wasn't that like i mean parts of it were easy but it's like you got every buddy in the world that's got their license and they're listing with their cousin and their sister it's like still not just free money you know it's still difficult so um, I feel like it's the same thing. Just price points going to adjust and you can sell in every market, you know, from what I've, what I've gathered, I went back and looked at the stuff in, you know, in the recession, like stuff was still moving, you know, people were still yeah. buying, st- people were still buying 10, $12 million homes. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Like even, even when the media says this is going on, that's going on, like people, yeah. people still need to buy and sell homes and like, you know, are yep. you going to go and, and find those people? Right. Yeah. 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 That's it. That. Are yeah, that's you, exactly are right. you, uh, are you looking to add more, more members to your team or your brokerage now? Uh, definitely looking to add the right people. Um, pretty selective on who we let, um, you know, join if it's the right fit and the right people, um, we'll definitely, uh, you know, look to, to add them on if we see potential and, and they fit our culture. we got a pretty, pretty good culture. So as long as they fit and they check the boxes and, you know, go through the interview process, we're definitely looking to add the right people. Is there anything you're doing uh, proactively to prepare for less, less transactions, less deals? Um, yeah, I, I've always been, I've always had in the back of my head while I was doing real estate was, um, just trying to be smart with our income and create, um, I wanted to create my whole income via passive as well. So I've just been trying to do that just to create that. So like, no matter what happens, Hey, we're, we're okay. You know, like if I don't sell anything, it's like, no, we're fine. And so um that's what i'm just trying to do that and so i'd advise people just you know um 
create that secondary income. Yeah, I think that's, um, you know, the agents who've spent the time developing other streams of income uh, through however they've done it, right? They're, yeah. they're probably a lot less stressed out right now than yeah. those who have not. And ironically, right. therefore, probably will be in a better position to actually make more income from, from yeah. sales during this time, yeah. right? Because like, mm-hmm. they don't, because they don't have that stress, like, yeah, uh, yeah eating at them so for sure you know i always i always say the the best time to have built passive income was was you know 10 years ago the second best time was was yesterday right so yeah you, you know still still look at that pillar even if it might not you know help you right now because you never know when you for sure and when when stuff happens uh you know you'll 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 wish you did right you'll never yeah. you'll never be upset that you took those steps for sure for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, and that's just something I've always tried to do is, you know, we've been very, very blessed with our real estate and we do a bunch of spec homes and development homes and we have a lot of development projects. So like that's part of it, but just trying to use that to create other, you know, streams. Well, it's been a blast uh, having you on the show. <laughs> I always like to end with a hyper fast round before we sign off. If you're ready for a few rapid fire questions. Yeah, for sure. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new agent in today's market? Uh, find a mentor. All right. What's a mistake you see experienced agents making right now? Not answering their phone. What's the biggest challenge you've had in real estate and how'd you overcome it? Um, the biggest challenge I've had not being aligned with a luxury brand in a luxury market. And mm. so then I started, I started a luxury brokerage or a high end. What do you want to say? What, uh, what would the first step be for you if you had to start all over and you couldn't take your, you know, income or money with you and you couldn't take your connections. You could only take the knowledge that you've learned mm-hmm. in the business. What's the first thing right. you go out and do? Uh, find partners on specific deals and build my own inventory. All right. Last one. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Um, hopefully we've built a, you know, a regional brokerage, you know, expanding to other States and our teams, you know, grown to, you know, a, a large amount and we're servicing a lot of people throughout the country. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show today, Bo. Before we sign off, if people want to connect with you about buying or selling a home, investing in 30A area, or, or just maybe agents that want to, you know, explore your team or brokerage, yeah. how, do, how do they connect with you? Um, you can find us on Instagram, Bo Blank or Blankenship Group, or you can find my cell phone and email on those, Facebook, Instagram, all that. You can get to us pretty easily. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show today to all of our listeners and viewers. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please share this episode with other real estate agents or people that love real estate. We'll see you next time. Real estate agents, I have built out a group in all 50 states in many different countries as well. And I'm looking for people that want to partner with me and get the benefit of not one, but two nationally recognized coaching programs to help grow your business. If you are ready to join me at EXP or want to learn more information about it, I would be honored if you would send me a text message at 703-638-4393.
If you enjoyed this episode, be sure and go to hyperfastagent.com to learn about upcoming in-person and online events. And don't forget to share this show with someone that you think could benefit from hearing it and make sure you subscribe on YouTube or anywhere that you can find podcasts. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyperfat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyperfat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests, improve our shows, and give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around to the end. I hope you enjoyed that video, and if you want to see more, click right here. And if you want 100 real estate tips from my best-selling book, click right here to download them instantly. And if you're new to this channel, click below to subscribe.